0: If you've never had a manager that was good at bringing you down, you're lucky. Never want to be that horrible boss yourself who puts a dent in people. Here's a 101. You're listening to The Fresh as a Daisy Show, a podcast that inspires professionals to work happier and take care of themselves through the longest of workdays. My name is Daisy Hazra. My career is in advertising, but I also spend time curating wellness practices and other good stuff, a lot of which can be inbuilt into your workday. We've all had some experience dealing with managers that made us dislike interacting with them, haven't we? Or at least we know someone firsthand who's had such unfortunate experience. The quality of one's immediate boss is a key decisive factor of job satisfaction, employee retention, and individual productivity. Which also means, as a boss or manager, you have influence over someone's psychological well being. We don't have to be absolute top management that's able to drive change at an institutional level to care. Rather, the moment we have even a single person reporting to us directly means we have impact over someone and are in some ways responsible for their entire workplace experience and related emotional makeup. So no matter where you are in the hierarchy and especially if you're like a first-time senior exec with maybe just like one junior, don't underestimate your impact. Leadership is a hard job and a very large conversation, fraught with tough decisions and it's impossible to preserve people and feelings at all times. But through the toughest of calls that must be made, certain basic human behavioral things everyone can keep in mind, irrespective of one's individual leadership style. How we treat people? impacts their emotional makeup, and sets them up for how they view the workplace. And one of the foundational pieces of treating people right is basic respect. It's incredibly important to convey respect to your subordinates. While it may seem obvious, unfortunately, not enough bosses or managers do that. Respect has transformative benefits. When people feel respected, not only do they feel relevant in the system, leading to you know more engaged and better output, but as a boss, you also get out what you put in. Even if in your head you do not trust someone's competency, let's say, you know or see their contribution as like really tiny in the greater scheme of affairs, but basic courtesies must not be compromised on. Respect to me in many ways is more important than recognition or appreciation. Respect shows, not only in what's said, choice of words, tone of voice, and the environment in which it's delivered, but also as cues in our actions. Actions like attentive listening, which is a powerful indicator of respect you're showing someone. Attentive listening can be learned. Turn to face the speaker, make eye contact, give them nonverbal codes that you're engaged. Be present. Don't look impatient. Now I'm skipping the surface, but you can educate yourself in effective listening and extend that courtesy to your subordinates. Then there's body language. Body language very easily gives away what we are really thinking or feeling. Human beings take cues from their animal past and experts are able to gauge nuances from what the curve of your mouth gives away. But it doesn't take an expert to notice darting eyes, sighing or let's say fidgeting with your phone. All of which show lack of respect towards someone who's speaking. And disrespectful body language does puncture people. Respect also manifests in the demands we make of others. And one often overlooked is respecting others' time and time off. Now, I have worked in an industry where work spills out of set work hours on a pretty regular basis, and I do tend to have a lot of tolerance for calls or emails outside of set work hours, because I'm guilty of the same, I have to be honest. But that should ideally not be norm, and let's never assume that someone reporting into us doesn't have more to life than just work. Rule that seems to work, treat others' times and time off just the way you would treat your most no-nonsense counterpart's time or time off. It's a good means of gauging if the demands you're making of someone in your team are fair or not. The respect you extend to others, especially those that you have some influence over, is as key as any other leader qualities. So if our purpose is to work happier, we must also contribute towards creating an atmosphere of civility for others. After all, what you put in is what you get out. That does it for this episode of Fresh as a Daisy. Remember, our commitment is to being our most vibrant self. So do what you need to to be your happiest version at work and outside. Thank you for listening and have an amazing week.